Welcome to Couples Help Podcast. Couples Help exists to help couples to stretch into connection and intimacy. Please visit my website on details on how I could assist you. Today we talk about what we really want from sex. Sex is such a natural expression of our aliveness and connection with each other. It is such a natural expression of our humanness. Moreover, although it's such a natural part of our human essence, I experience that many people in relationships struggle with sex. I found that couples struggle with various aspects of their sexual journey together, from physiological issues like not being able to climax or orgasm, or having painful penetrations or pre-ejaculation, as well as psychological challenges like different sexual tastes, different ideas about sex, the regularity of sex, initiating sex, spontaneous participation, and so forth. However, what is more interesting to me is that couples struggle to talk about their sexual struggles and challenges. So they struggle with sex, but they also struggle talking about their struggles and talk about sex. They even use metaphors to talk about their sexual journey when they speak to me. They would say things like, the thing we do or we don't do, the thing we don't talk about, some would refer to it as the funky monkey, you know what. One couple even told me that they are burning rubber, or when they burn rubber, I thought they have a tire company, which to me is an indication that we do not just struggle sexually, but we even struggle to talk about it in a way that we could grow and enjoy sex as a couple. And with that said, sexuality or the sex challenge in a couple is always a subject filled with blame and shame. It is a challenge for couples not discussed in vulnerability and kindness, but in my experience most of the time one partner blames and the other partner feels sexually inadequate and feel guilty. Maybe that is why we ignore or avoid the topic. But today we are going to step up to the challenge. We will discuss one aspect of our sexual journey and we will engage in a conversation, not blaming and shaming, finding who's to blame, but we're going to engage with understanding and inviting you as a couple to move beyond blame and shame to a place of new discoveries and insight in regards to your sexual journey. And maybe after this conversation, you would have the courage to have this conversation with your life partner. So with today's subject, I want to look behind the curtain of what is happening to us, or what we long for when I say, please have sex with me. And I believe knowing this could help us, could help you, to live in a connected, conscious relationship with your partner, where sex is a gift rather than a burden. The question is, what do we want from sex? When I ask couples this, they answer, a great orgasm, a great blowjob. Some say lots of kissing, seeing that you enjoy it, that's what I want from sex. I want to feel you, I want to feel intimate, I want to be close to you. So what they long for are pleasure and closeness, and I call this pleasurable closeness. However, when I ask them what they do experience in reality, a lot of couples say frustration, I feel used, I feel forced, I feel alone, I feel you are not there, I feel I am not there, I feel we are not what we were, I feel it could be better, sometimes I feel empty, 
sometimes I feel bored. So what we discover is that what we want from sex and what we get doesn't measure up. Lots of couples are sexually disillusioned. They enjoy sex, but they thought there ought to be more. And then I get questions like, are we doing something wrong? Are we sexually compatible? Do we need something else? Do we need to try something else? I do not think so. I do not believe that you need something else or something different would contribute to a better outcome. And this is the theory. From our birth, we unconsciously experienced being separate from the world. The cutting of the umbilical cord and the separation from the mother creates the feeling of being alone and with that creates the longing to be one with the other once again. We have a deep longing to be reconnected to the other in a womb-like relationship. As humans, our sexual energy and our sexuality is the energy or the thing or the force inside of our soul that makes us seek closeness and intimacy as we experienced in the womb. It's the fire that drives us towards the other. Sexuality or sexual energy, the drive towards the other, contains our deepest unconscious selfish needs. And so what we actually want from sex is not penetration or pleasure, it's being connected to the other or feeling connected to the other, experiencing a womb-like feeling of being cared for, being held, and the nurturing of my soul. And this is where the challenge begins. The challenge is that we feel sexually attracted to someone, we want intercourse to feel connected, but sex per se, sex on its own, cannot produce closeness and intimacy. Intimacy and connection is a result of a journey where a couple meet each other in closeness and vulnerability and kindness and giving to my partner what he or she needs the most as a human being. It's the result of a journey outside of the bedroom. Sex can strengthen and celebrate intimacy and connection, but could never ever create it. Our sexuality drives us to seek intimacy and connection. But sex can never ever produce that. For this reason, I meet couples that are in deep disconnection, but are having sex often and enjoying it. And we meet couples in deep connection and intimacy that doesn't have sex very often. It is the same reason that people could have sexual relations with people that they do not even know. Sex in itself cannot create intimacy and connectedness. The challenge then for couples is that we never learn how to stretch into genuine connection with a partner. Rather, from an early age, we learn to sexualize our deepest need for connectedness and intimacy. We perceive our need for closeness and connectedness through amazing sex. And if it does not work, we try to spice up the sex to add flavor to it, maybe change partners, but we seem never to be satisfied. Because what we want cannot be achieved by penetration or oral stimulation. It's like going to the pharmacy to buy fruit or to use grapes to make peanut butter. What we want from sex is to be seen, to be held, to be understood, to be appreciated, to feel we are enough, needed and wanted, 
that we are deeply loved may be good enough. What we want is that you get me, that I make sense. What we want from sex is what we deeply long for in life. If you still not believe me, ask someone who had an affair. The partner that was cheated on, in therapy, gets stuck in the sexual side of the affair that carried on for a while. They want to know, when did you do it? Is she better than me? How did you do it? How often did you have sex? And the one in this affair will always say, it was not about the sex. Do you still not get it? Sex was part of it, but there is more. He saw me. He listened. I felt connected. We dated. We laughed. We played. Sex is a small part of the story. And the other side is also true. We get people in affairs that say, it was just sex. I had no feelings for him. I had no feelings for her. So this is also true because sex alone cannot create connectedness and intimacy. So what I would like to suggest is, if you experience difficulty in your sexual journey, I would like to propose not to start in the bedroom, but with the space between the two of you. Could your discomfort and frustrations about your sexual journey be something more? Could it be that there are two lonely people in your house that from time to time try to connect, try to feel loved and appreciated by having sex, but the rest of the time they drown in responsibilities, parenting roles, job responsibilities, feeling invisible, feeling alone and worthless? Could that be? Could it be true that the only way you and your partner express closeness and intimacy is by having sexual intercourse? And when that falls away, or when you struggle to connect sexually, because we struggle, we are two bodies trying to connect on different hormone levels, testosterone levels, it's not an easy journey. When you, when you don't get that right, you have nothing. If you try to say, I love you just by having sex, you will struggle. Could it be that you and your partner wants more from sex that sex itself can produce? Can it be that for a long while you and your partner use sex as the last resort to connect and experience intimacy? Maybe that's why we feel alone. And maybe that's why sex is such a difficult topic, filled with blame and shame. So in my experience in therapy, if a couple can learn to give sex its rightful place, a celebration of aliveness and connection and intimacy that's created in other places, sex becomes much more easier and life-giving than a burden. So what could help a couple is if they decide to give sex its rightful place in the relationship. Not something to create intimacy and connection, but it's play, it's fun. It's a celebration of aliveness. It's a celebration of what we created outside of the bedroom, in our life, in being together, at showing up for each other. And what could help couples is if they learn to ask questions like, How do you feel with me? What do you need from me to feel loved? When do you feel the most rejected and alone? 
when do you feel the most loved? And intimacy is born where these questions meet kindness, understanding and someone stretching to get me. Someone stretching to get me, not just sexually, but when I'm working, when I'm doing daily chores, when I'm driving, when I'm trying to provide for the family, when I'm trying to provide for the kids, when I'm caring for the kids, when we sit alone and having coffee, when you show up and you get me in my life, and I feel that I'm not alone, but deeply loved and appreciated. I think this could help. What I'm not saying is that all sexual issues are resolved if a couple connects outside of the bedroom. Some sexual challenges are real and take time to heal, especially if someone is living with a sexual wound from molestation or rape. What I'm saying is that when a couple experience intimacy and connection outside of the bedroom, sex takes up its rightful place in the relationship. It is as if the relationship allows the sexual space, it gives it time to heal, to take on its own shape and take all the blaming and shaming from that. Sex does not become then the pillar on which the relationship is built, but it becomes one of the many aspects of the relationships that confirms a couple's connectedness and togetherness. When this happens, sex becomes less of an issue and more of a journey. What I am suggesting is the next time you feel the need for connection, rather than suggesting sex, try voicing your true emotional need. It may end up in sex. Try saying something like, I miss you. I want to be close to you. I want to be held. I want to be seen. I want to feel that you feel with me. I want to know that you understand my fear. I want to know that you understand my frustration. Would you take a few minutes to visit my world? Would you take a few minutes from your day to make time for me? Would you hold me? Would you nurture me? I need you. You do turn me on, but I need you. Are sex then still important for couples? Would they grow out of it if they fall more into connection and intimacy with each other? I believe couples will grow into sex. Because sex is play, sex is fun, sex is joyful aliveness. And we need this. Sex is a couple celebrating their aliveness and their togetherness. It's a party, it's a poem, it's a song. It's something rough, it's something soft, it's something slow, it's a dance. However, it's not the place to start. It's the steps that follow if the music of connection and intimacy begins to play. And a couple will dance. And each dance will look different, depending on your age, depending on your upbringing, depending on your religion. Each couple's dance looks different. And that's okay. It is your dance. It is your poem. It is your song. There's no rules of how long it should be, how often it should be. If it is play and it's joyful and it's alive, it will just be. 
and sex is play and it's joyful and it's alive and a celebration of togetherness and intimacy that is created outside of the bedroom, sex will not be a burden. It wouldn't be something filled with blaming and shaming. But it will create life. It will enhance the connection. It will enhance the intimacy. It will be something very special between two people. After listening to my thoughts today, I want you to have hope. I want you to be curious about your sexual journey. I would like you to talk to your partner about sex. What do you like? Why don't we talk about sex? Talk about what do we fear? Why don't you initiate sex? Why don't I initiate sex? What's the fear around that? Talk about that. Talk about something I never told you about my sexual needs. Also, I would like you to talk to your partner about your need to feel loved and connected. In talking, the golden rule is to meet in kindness and vulnerability and to stay out of blame and shame. May you feel loved and connected and may you have steamy, hot sex. Love and kindness. Thank you for listening.